it's me, Shay, and welcome back to another podcast. Today, I am going to be hauling all five of the books that I bought this month. I hope you enjoy just a little book haul to keep you entertained, to inspire you to spend way too much money on hardbacks. You know, that's what I'm here for. Let's get into it. The first book I bought was Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter. I ordered this in hardback off Amazon, and I have read it. It's super duper cute. Would recommend it. I'll get more into my thoughts on it in my July wrap-up, but for now, those are that's what I'm going to tell you. It is a young adult rom-com, and I'm going to read you guys the synopsis, and that's kind of just how we're going to do this. Sorry if I can't read this all in one go. It's kind of hard for me to read out loud for some reason. I don't know why. Liz Bobom has always known that Wes Bennett was not boyfriend material. You would think her next-door neighbor would be a prime candidate for her romantic comedy fantasies, but Wes has only proven, proven himself to be a pain in the butt ever since they were little. Wes was a kid who put a frog in her Barbie dream house, the monster who hid a lawn gnome's severed head in her little homemade neighborhood book exchange. I am so sorry. I don't know why I can't read right now. Flash forward ten years from the great gnome decapitation. It's Liz's senior year, a time meant to be ra- rife with milestones, perfect for any big screen, and she needs Wes's help. See, Liz's forever crush, Michael, has just moved back to town, and horribly, annoyingly, he's hitting it off with Wes, meaning that if Liz wants Michael to finally notice her and hopefully be her prom date, she needs Wes. He's her in. But as Liz and Wes scheme to get Liz her magical prom no- moment, she's shocked to discover that she actually likes being around Wes, and as they continue to grow closer, she must re-examine, every- re-examine everything she saw thought she knew about love and rethink her own perception of what happily ever after should really look like. So I'm sorry about the bumps in the road about how I just read that. I literally can't read out loud for some reason. I think it's because when I'm reading, I'm such a fast reader when I'm reading in my head that like my eyes move across the page so quick that when I'm reading out loud, it's hard for my mouth to catch up. That's kind of why it's all bumpy like it is. But um, yeah, Better Than Movies by Lynn Painter super cute. The next book I have is The House in the Cerulean Sea by T.J. Klune. This is an incredibly good fantasy book. I gave this five stars. I'm actually contemplating on whether or not I want to add this to my all-time favorites list because that is how much I loved it. Like, it was perfect. It was incredible, and I would highly recommend it. I purchased the paperback version I don't know why my voice just did that. Uh, The paperback version at Barnes & Noble. It was recommended to me by my mom. So a huge shout out to my mom for recommending me this book because it was so good. So I'm going to read the synopsis because everybody needs to read this. Linus Baker is a by-the-book caseworker in the department in charge of Magical Youth. At 40, he lives in a tiny house with a devious cat and his old records for company. But his quiet life is about to change. Linus is summoned by extremely upper management and given a curious and highly classified assignment. Travel to an orphanage on a distant island and and determine whether six dangerous magical children are so dangerous. In fact, that they're likely to bring about the end of days. That paragraph was worded really weird. I'm sorry about that. Hopefully that made sense. When Linus arrives at that strangest of islands, 
he is greeted by a series of mysterious figures, the greatest mystery of which is Arthur Parnassus. Parnassus? I literally read this entire book and I just kind of like never pronounced his name right in my head. So I think it's pronounced Parnassus? Parnassus? Something. We're going to go with Parnassus. The greatest mystery of which is Arthur Parnassus, the master of the orphanage. As Linus and Arthur grow closer, Linus discovers the master would do anything to keep the children safe, even if it means the world has to burn. Or worse, if his secret comes to light. The house in the Cerulean Sea is an enchanting love story, masterfully told about the profound experience of discovering an unlikely family in an unexpected place and realizing that family is yours. So this is a, like I said earlier, incredible, masterfully told book, as the synopsis literally just said. Um, and it is perfect. Highly recommend. Um, it kind of just goes through all the different kinds of love, like love with family and romantic love and what it means to love a place and not a person. And it's, it's so good. So please go read it. This next book I actually haven't read before. So there's that. It's called I Kissed Shara Wheeler by Casey McQuinston. And I bought the Barnes & Noble Exclusive Edition hardback. And it's so gorgeous. So next time you're at Barnes & Noble and if you see this book, just take a look at it, if anything, because it's so pretty. Uh, I'm actually not really sure what this is about. I know the basic idea. It's a YA rom-com about this girl named Chloe Green who kisses this girl named Shara Wheeler. And that is all I know. So I'm excited to try it out. Let me know if you've read it and if you think it's good. Um, so yeah. I Kiss Cheryl, Cheryl Wheeler by Casey McQuinston. These next two books I'm going to talk about together because they're a series. Um, and a big shout out to my grandmother because she actually bought these for me while we were at Barnes & Noble. She was like, I'll buy these for you. Love you, Mima. You're the best. So this is the Fable Duology by Adrian Young. Um, it is like a fantasy duology about pirates, and I'm so excited because I love fantasy books that have pirates and sea monsters and mermaids and sirens. I think it's one of my favorite subgenres of fantasy because it's just so much fun to read about. Um, so yeah, I actually, once again, don't know much about what this book is about, and I'd also like to keep it that way, just like I did with I Kissed Cheryl Wheeler. So all I'm going to tell you is that I'm super duper excited to read these and look out for a podcast. I'm sure I'll mention them in the future once I read them in like a wrap up or whatever. But these books seem so interesting and I'm so excited to read them. And the first one has a stinking map in it. So the first book is called Fable and the second book is called Namesake and both bought them or my grandmother bought them for me. And hardback at Barnes and Noble. So yes.